Hello and welcome to What Will We Watch, where we watch our favorite childhood movies that we've yet to revisit as adults and reflect on our memory of them. My name's Willa Moslin, and joining us today is podcaster Kyle Buana, and we're talking about his childhood favorite, Matilda. You will not leave this platform until you have consumed the entire confection! She gives power. You can do it, Brucey! To the powerless. To the helpless. Harry, take your head off. I can't get it off. And disaster. (laughs) To those who deserve it. From the author of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and James and the Giant Peach. (laughs) And the unique vision. What did you do to your hair? Of director Danny DeVito comes the story of every kid's right to stand tall, no matter how small. Matilda. Dude, this movie. Kyle, good choice. Great choice. Great choice. I never, I never realized how out of this world this, this, this like move movie is. Out of this world. That's the best way to put it, man. I was I was actually feeling very happy watching this movie. Yeah. It's it, it was, it's hard to explain. You know, I was enjoying myself. It just made me feel like a kid again. Even seeing there's something that I love about this movie, which you don't see in movies at all anymore, which is parents being almost psychotically mean to their children. Yeah, and like, man. it's not real, but it's hilarious when it happens in this movie. Oh, it's, it's, it's a hundred percent somehow authentic. They actually hate Matilda. That's what you get from them. And they're so good at hating Matilda. They just chirp her like it's no, no big deal. I mean, in the trailer, the first scene in the trailer was the last scene pretty much in the movie where, uh, I think Danny was like, yo, come here, Melinda. And she's like, Matilda, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's. Dad doesn't give a fuck about Matilda, man. This he doesn't movie, even know his name. This her movie name. is for, it's for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm going to say it, bro. It's for the Hall of Fame. Real talk. Amazing. <laughs> All right. So you're not a big movie guy, but what about Matilda made you want to pick it? Well, a couple weeks ago, my sister was watching it at home and I was busy, but I was glancing to the TV and I, I just felt. I just felt myself flashing back a lot because I remember that movie so vividly. And then being older now and kind of playing around with apps like After Effects and Illustrator and whatnot, just doing all this editing, I noticed that that movie was just filmed so well. It was really provoking to the eye. It really was. All the angles, the way the camera was glancing at people's faces, it was just, it was just unfamiliar. So Danny Levitt, what does a director do in a movie? Is he the one that does that or does he just pick the shots? Okay, so a director is in charge of um, the visual style, the actor's performances. He's he he is the the okay person. He he gives the okay to everything in the movie, the sound design, everything. He's kind of like the project mat man manager. Um, so the, the angles. The there angles. is a DOP who's a director of photography who obviously sets up those shots and like composes them. But Danny DeVito. Um, he works with the director of photography to, to try to figure out how it's going to look. Damn, that's beautiful. They, they really push themselves. I feel yeah. as if they weren't trying to make this in a box. I mean, they were, they were really thinking outside the box, but it, 
it didn't seem so outlandish, you know? It would just it just made me appreciate the way they used the frame. And I know it sounds so particular and it's just a movie, but man, those things matter. The way it catches your eye. It just just yeah. fits right into your into your frame of mind. And on top of that, the story itself, bro, it, it's actually so so magical. And Matilda's the ultimate underdog. And the dope thing is, she was not phased once throughout the movie. Maybe maybe <laughs> no. for maybe for 10 seconds. But she was a go-getter. She's like, I'm gonna fuck shit up. I'm gonna change my life. I'm gonna help these kids out. And man, what what a boss. What a boss, she was yo. 100%. I think one of the things that really makes this movie stand out from other kids' movies is that the writer, uh, Nicholas Kazan, um, and Danny DeVito had only really made like thriller comedies before this. And so when they approached this movie, they approached it unlike uh, any other director who had been doing kids movies where they t had this really like ambitious visual style and even like the technical aspects where they were using like, there's some really wacky lenses being used. There's like a lot of fish eyes. And then there's even a thing called a split diopter, nice. which is how you have two things in focus at the same time. Cool. Um, and yeah, the, 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 the lighting is beautiful and there's like, the effects are incredible. And also, yeah, just the production design is also super beautiful. Yeah. It's, um, but the effects are great. Yeah. The effects are great. The whole, the imagery, man, it, it just, it just felt fun the whole time. And yeah. it wasn't like things that were happening in the movie. They weren't fun. You know, kids were getting fucking beat up <laughs> pretty much the worst <laughs> principle of all time. Yo, straight up. I'm going to say it. You might have to bleep this out, but that's probably the biggest bitch in, in film history. <laughs> Miss Trunchbull, yo. I'm saying it, bro. She didn't let up once. And as mad as she made me today, like I finished the movie today, an hour ago, you yeah. know, just catching up at the end. And I realized that she was mean the entire movie. There was not a moment where she took a break. And her performance, the actor herself, man, she was amazing. Amazing. The whole yeah. movie. Crazy. Yeah, her her performance is terrific. terrific. I looked up her her like IMDb and she hasn't really done a lot, but uh, but she's phenomenal in this movie. Yes, man. Yes, I kind of I, I actually looked up some of her roles too because on one of my podcasts, Nineties at Nine, I did mm -hmm. a little nine minute episode on Matilda, and nice. I realized that she is typecasted to play a very intimidating figure in a lot of her roles, but she's so good at it. She's so good at it, bro. So what's awesome about this is like Matilda has so much in common with Harry Potter and she plays, she plays uh, Aunt Marge in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which is super similar to this character. And they even get their comeuppance from the like wizard kid. Man. Um, so yeah, what, like, what do you remember about this movie before rewatching? Magic. Magic. Mm -hmm. You know, because when I saw it on, on the TV screen while my sister was watching it, uh, the first thing I realized was, oh, shit, this is Matilda, and she's a magician. And I, I, I did forget about how she, you know, she honed in her powers. I thought she was just born with it. Well, she was born with it, but I thought she had it under control the whole time, where when I watched the movie again, I realized that, dude, again, boss, she's working hard. She's working hard. Like, it, it's such a good movie. There's such a good message there, you know? Read books, keep learning, and keep practicing. And she kept yeah. doing that, and she changed a lot of people's lives, man. Matilda's and probably one of the biggest or best superheroes from the 90s. I'm going to say it right now. Real talk. That, that's a good, good title to give her. For she is kids. like 100% a superhero in, yes. in this. Yes, she is. Crazy. Uh, what was your, like, what was one moment that you remember from the movie as a kid that really stuck out to you? 
Okay, for no, well, there's actually two. It's the mm-hmm. uh, chocolate cake scene, and that's just that's just etched in my mind before it became a meme. Because a couple of years ago, you know, it came back on the internet. Bruce, Bruce Bogtrotter, that guy's Bruce, a G. Bruce, Bruce. I got a story for you. Okay, so the actor for that movie, I think his name was Jimmy Coors or something like that. He, he yeah. hated cake. He hates cake in real life. I don't know if he's lying. Doesn't look like he hates hates cake, <laughs> but he said he hates cake. But he you know put on a performance for the people for the movie, yo, for the movie, and it's. It was beautiful. That, that, that scene was that scene was intimidating. I think that's in every kid's mind. I think when you say Matilda, that's the singular scene that stands out to every every everybody. And it doesn't make sense, right? Like when you explain that Miss Trunchbull, she's the biggest bitch in the history of fucking film. You know, when you say that, and then you describe a an instance where she makes a kid eat chocolate cake, you're like, "What? Well, what do you mean? She sounds amazing." But bro, come on. It's that, such a, like a bizarre, 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 <laughs> like the you way you have to tie things. Yeah. The way you have to tie in all these things together, it doesn't really make sense. And then the way the characters are able to portray that image and just, again, perform so well, it ties in like it ties in all that bizarreness. And it makes sense. It makes sense. But you have to watch the movie. You can't really explain this movie to people. And no. You can't explain the magic. You really can't because it doesn't make sense. And you got to watch it and you feel special. You feel happy, yo. Shit. You do. It, it makes you feel special. Yes, it does. Yeah. So what? Uh, what's the s- oh, second scene? Second scene was oh, um, and for no reason. This was uh, this was not something that I I like took part in in my life. But it was that scene where Matilda is like she honing in her, she's honing in her powers and she's in the middle of the living room. I just love dan- that. Just dancing with everyone. Now another fact about that scene: she hates dancing. I think her name's Mara Wilson, right, or something. Yeah, Mara Wilson. She hates dancing, and she was kind of uncomfortable with that scene and. Now, if you read that fact and look back at it, it's not just like, you know, a little girl being cute and dancing. It's like, oh, shit, she actually looks kind of uncomfortable. She doesn't want to dance here. (laughs) No, she's not the best dancer. But, hey, again, these kids doing it for the children. Okay, doing it for the children, doing it for the project, the movie. I I just I'm just amazed at the performances. And I don't know why that scene, though, when she's in the living room and she's has all the cars flying around everywhere and she's happy as fuck. I don't know why that scene sticks with me, but it's somewhat iconic, I guess. The imagery it's really whimsical and mm. it really like reminds you of when you're home alone as a kid and how the entire like the entire house is just yours Ooh, that's so yeah. true damn bro that's a different feeling you know i just i just had that flashback oh shit when i was a young kid having the house to myself it was it seemed so big yeah and it seems like you could you could find something new and adventures in like even every cupboard you'd be like yes. what's in what's in here what's in here yeah that's true that's true didn't, didn't really think about that damn i miss that i have my own house now and i don't hey. really feel like that right you should, hey just try it out just start <laughs> just start dancing in the middle of the living room oh and uh, i like so that song yeah. oh the song mm-hmm. that was a great mm-hmm. song dude when i watched that scene again it clicked together i'm like oh shit maybe that's why that scene stuck yeah. with me because that song is just so contagious and it fits perfectly with, fits. with with that scene. 100%. 100%. What, uh, like, do you, did the movie have any effect on you as a kid? I don't think so. I don't think no. so. I don't know why. I mean, I think there is a chance that it could scare some kids from school. You know, yeah. it could, you know, because that's kind of intimidating. Oh, shit, who the fuck is this adult? Is this what school's all about? It's kind of like that, that effect that, some shows may have while you're entering high school, like the Degrassi. Oh, a school like yeah. this? Does every girl get pregnant? Is there a scrap every fucking, every, every single fucking week? Yeah. But I, my high school experience was nothing like that, but I don't know. They, they, this show, I don't think at a young age it affected me like that. I, I don't know. I, I don't feel any emotion. I just, I just remember the movie. I, I feel more emotion now. 
I feel, I don't know, I, I feel magical now. It's like, shit, I want to be Matilda. <laughs> so Matilda is, uh, let's just kind of run through it real quick. Matilda is this like young girl with an extraordinary mind. But she's born into a family of narcissists. Uh, her parents, Danny DeVito and Rayo Perlman, who are actually married in, re in uh, real life. They, uh, they don't want anything to do with her, and they try to stop her from learning as much as possible, even forgetting to enroll her at, in school, which is crazy. <laughs> that care. you can forget your kid is six years old and think that that, that she's four. <laughs> they didn't pay attention to her, you know? They didn't give a fuck. They were just interested in TV dinners and game shows. Yeah. I yeah. love the game show that they picked. Is like yes. the most mindless game show ever everything like just sticky right like that's what it was right you just cover a dude like girls in <laughs> bikinis covers a dude in what looks like honey and then puts him in a wind tunnel with a bunch of cash yeah that's actually smart that's great <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun it's hosted by someone crazy yeah who, hosts who is it? it yeah it's a familiar well, face yeah she uh she is kind of like she is in love with books and she starts going to the library at a super young age and uh, she kind of learns from books that she's not alone in, in, in this world. Do you think you're a big reader now? Do you think that this movie had any effect on you now of how you look at books? No, 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 no. No, because it, it, I, I, it happened I, after. It happened after because I, I've been, I read a lot of books where the authors or the people that I read about talk about how when they were kids, they went to books to have, to, to have that feeling where they're not alone. So I, I get that from reading it, but I never felt that. You know what I'm saying? I never, mm -hmm. when I started reading, which was like, what, four or five years ago, I, I was never alone. I was reading for more of the fascination and just the learning. Yeah. And, but watching this movie and seeing how fascinated she is about learning, yo, you can learn so much from a book. It's not even, it's not even funny. It, it's, I, I don't, I don't get the connection entirely. Like, I don't know the science behind it, but there's something about sitting down and teaching yourself through, through, through words. Not having someone else, a YouTube video, a teacher, a friend, teach you something, but just, just learning yourself is so powerful. And you saw it right there. Matilda, Matilda was magic. She was a magician. She was just reading wagons full of books. She loved it, man. <laughs> yeah. She loved it. It's awesome. This movie reminded me about how exciting libraries are. I, went, I haven't been to a library in years. And when she was walking through to talk, to talk, talk into the librarian, I remember being a kid and just thinking about all the possibilities. Not me. I just wanted to get out of there. What am I doing here? <laughs> Straight like, up, bro. I can't, I can't yell. I can't run around. I just never read. I never got the, uh, like, I never got the, uh, the enjoyment out of it. I didn't know how that was fun until now. You know, I'm so. super dyslexic, so I didn't read at all until I think, like, grade nine. I started reading f for fun. Then but you like I would the always library? look at, like, picture books and stuff. Then and why, oh, so when you were at the library when you were a kid, you just liked the pictures. Yeah, dude. I used mm. to read these things. I forget his name is uh, Jeff Gold. God, I can't even re re remember. He does those machines which are like, uh, like um, dominoes fall onto a bowling ball. The bowling ball rolls to hit like a fishing rod that the line picks up a candle. Then the candle burns down a curtain and the curtain opens up yeah. your door. Like, uh, oh man, who, I forget what his name is. This is killing me. But I used to read those a lot. Damn, I didn't even know those books existed. You know it's what just books, like fun little pictures. You know what books I did take part in, though, were, you know, the I Spy books. Oh, I love I Spy. And Captain Underpants. 
Dude, Captain Underpants. I remember I tried, I tried <laughs> playing for uh for a book report in like grade three. I tried saying Captain Underpants was a novel, and my teacher got on me so quick. Really? Oh man, <laughs> yeah. it's it's like a comic book, right? There's comic so book style. much fun. There's so much fun. There's so yeah. much fun. Oh, um. So then, uh, Matilda slowly discovers that she's telekinetic powers, um, and she decides to start punishing her family for being mean to her, mostly her dad. That's where we get the awesome, the scene that stuck out to me the most, which is the gluing his hat to his, to his head. Yeah. Right off the yeah. top, right off the top. But then like the first, what, half an hour felt like, I don't even know when did that scene happen again? It right? was like it was, 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 in, minutes in. Right. And it was just a, it was marvelous. It was marvelous. This movie moves too. It, it moves, man. It does, man. Time flies. You're having so much fun during the film because things just happen and weird, bizarre things happen that you could not expect happening if this if you're a first time viewer. So it's fun yeah. the whole time. And that scene was was great. I mean, she she hated her parents. She did. Which deservedly. Who? They are so mean to her. Not to spoil it, but I'm gonna spoil it right now. Who what yeah. what girl gets her own adoption papers, you know? Like, yo, just sign these, I'm bouncing from this family. That's so dope. <laughs> and she's been carrying those around with her since she was what was it i'm since i was big enough to xerox yeah. she's been having them in her pocket <laughs> it's Ew. so crazy little stud man she, she just knows <laughs> i'm just looking at the uh not the cover art but the the poster for this movie for the dvd and she just has the funniest smirk on her face it's oh like, yeah I'm where she's like they're getting theirs <laughs> yeah i'm gonna fuck shit up <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like that picture of that little girl smiling at at the camera yeah well the house is is, yeah. is burning down <laughs> Matilda, uh, though. So then she's sent to like the meanest school in the entire world, which is ruled over by Principal uh, Trunchbull. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we meet her by when she's hurling a little girl by her pink tails over a fence. Great scene. Great scene. A lot it's, of fun. It stands out so well. Oh, it does stand out so well. It's, yeah. it's horrific, but it's again, once again, magical. Cause she doesn't die. She should have died. She should have got stabbed through the fence, but she made it and picked up, you know, a bouquet of flowers. It was beautiful. I think that's what saves that scene is like you, you, you have her being thrown. It's horrific, but then she lands. And when she's landing, she's picking up like an entire bouquet. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and the way that she was hurled too, you know, Miss Trunchbull just grabs her hair. What are, there, are those pigtails or like yeah. that's pigtails, right? Just yeah. hurls her, just hurls her. It's look kind of fun. For a little it bit. It did. And then, yeah, that, that would hurt, though, for sure. Now, for sure. one kid in this scene, I got a question for you. One kid in this scene yells out, uh, this is going to be a close one. Which Ooh. means, and she's hurling towards, like, a super spiked fence. Yeah. Do you think kids have hit that fence before? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, she Miss Trunchbull has killed at least 12, 13 kids. Okay, so that's a big question about yeah. this. She is murdering children. Yes. Oh, she's murdering children. She don't give a fuck. She's killing children. She's killing 100%. children. 100%. 100%, bro. She just hasn't got caught yet. Hasn't got <laughs> caught. And maybe she, maybe like, we don't know this, but that school is in a town where, where all these parents hate their kids. Maybe that's just the culture there, you know? So they it just definitely... send, they don't give a fuck if their kids doesn't come back from school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like especially like the world that they paint is like a the feeling that when you're a kid, your parents never listen to you. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so, but yeah, if the entire world, if they're not listening, that like my son never came home. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> or we had to bury him. Yeah, 
hundred percent. I mean, it what, might be a world. Look what happened to that girl. She got thrown by her fucking principal. She's at school the next day. She doesn't get sent home. Bruce gets fed pounds and pounds of chocolate cake. Just passes out. Passes out. He's at school the next day. You know what I'm saying? I thought. Also, you know, I thought Bruce died. I thought we watched the movie and then he he's back the scene after. But all these years from not having that complete recollection, I was like, oh shit, this dude died from eating chocolate cake. You know, but he didn't die. <laughs> so, so we come to, uh, yeah. So then there's the classic scene, which is the, the cake eating scene and the choker, which is mm. like the Iron Maiden. But that, that cake eating scene is, I think that's what stands out to everyone about this, this like movie. Yes. Cause the cake also looked good. It was scrumptious, right? Is it supposed to look delicious? I think it's supposed to look moist. I know people don't like that word, but the, no, if, you if you take a bite out of that cake, I just feel as if it, it would be so well with a glass of milk. Like it would just be so fulfilling. That I was mean, my problem with that cake. It looked like it was soaked in like water for like a couple hours. It, it was dripping. Yeah, it was moist, man. It was moist. I'll say it again. It was moist. And Bruce took it down though. Bruce took it down. That was, that was so funny when everyone's cheering him on and he just grabs it like it's a championship plate after. You know, he licks it right in front of fucking Miss Trunchbull, man. Holy Bruce shit. kills it. Also, oh. one of the best names for uh, for like a random classmate. Mm -hmm. Bruce Bogtrotter, Bog I think his name is. Boggy. What's up, Boggy? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that kid kills it, dude. He does. He, uh, he was phenomenal. He sticks out in my mind the entire time. Yeah, man. He did a great job. I think the scene, I think there's, the the cake doesn't look really delicious to me. The thing that looks delicious to me is, and it's a huge throwback to when this movie came out, which is the peanut, uh, at one part, at one time, uh, Matilda, Matilda is, is making a sandwich and it's peanut butter and jam in the same jar. Yeah, I noticed that too today. And I, that looks amazing, but it also looks impossible. You know what I'm saying? Was that just a novelty item for the movie or do you think that's... That's out there on the shelves. It was a thing. We had it. It was called, uh, it's, it's Smucker's Goober. Nice. And it's like, it's two in one. It's not that good. But uh, <laughs> is it because it's probably, is it real peanut butter? Is it real jelly? I think so. Yeah. It I, tastes like it. And it just looks like that when you buy it. But after, you know, you make some sandwiches, it's, it's fucked. It's it, fucked. It's horrific. Yeah. I bet. It's, it's fucked, man. <laughs> yeah. Damn, bro. It is definitely like the worst thing after two. Yeah, man. Two uses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then, you know, the school's horrible. And then, and then we meet the only nice teacher who's Miss Honey, who yeah. encourages M Matilda's gifts. Shout out. I got Ms. a question honey. for you. Miss Honey. Yeah. She's a honey. Why isn't she turning in the school and going to the cops? Cause I think, yeah, she's, she's scared. Yo, Matilda is the only boss here. Matilda had to give this grown woman some balls. Real talk. Let's be real. <laughs> That's until, super Matil true. until Matilda came into the picture, she saved the whole town. Matilda's a boss. Only, I mean, she was destined, okay? We're, we're all watching this Michael Jordan documentary. He was destined, okay? He's godlike. Matilda is godlike. Nothing was going to change until Matilda got enrolled in that school. So, I mean, I don't, she was, she was scared. I mean, she's, she's what, the niece of Miss Trunchbull too? We find that, we find that about that later and it's, She's scarred. She's scarred. Yeah. So it's revealed that uh, that Miss Honey, I love Miss Honey. Oh, like, yeah. I think she is the perfect image of like the teacher who's so nice to you. Mm -hmm. Now, um, is, she, is she too nice, though? Because there was that one scene where she's like, yo, do you want to come over to my house and eat some cookies, Matilda? And I, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. 
No. Come on. <laughs> right when she said that, I was like, she's crossing a lot of boundaries. Yeah. She should probably be going to the police about yeah, this. Yeah, 100%. Come on, Matilda, come over. Eat some cookies. Would you like some cookies? <laughs> it's like, what? So Matilda discovers that Trenchbull is uh, Honey's aunt and uh, took custody of her after her father mysteriously died. And Matilda starts kind of putting it together that maybe Miss Trenchbull killed Honey's father yeah, maybe. to get yeah. to get custody of the, the the house. Yeah, that was a beautiful house. Beautiful house. It's gorgeous. And uh, Miss Trenchbull definitely she did something. She killed that dad, bro. I don't know if she put a shot put shot put ball right to the dome or something like that. Who knows? This dude died. I can't imagine that. He got murdered, and it's sad. It's sad because then she had full custody of of Miss Honey and man, Miss Honey. She, and that's something you never it. really see in kids' movies a- anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. This, this movie's really interesting because it kind of stands out to me. I think there's two movies like it. It's Matilda and Monster House, and they're like kids' horror movies. Mm, cool. They're not scary to an adult, but they're just scary enough for a kid. Because mm, this movie deals with like suicide. Uh, your parents are like, are, are horrible to you. Your parents hate you, which is a nightmare to a kid. But then even in, you know, the scene when Matilda and Miss Honey sneak into trench, trench, trench bull's house. Great scene. That's a great action scene too. So much shit happened. It moved. It felt like it moved slowly, but so many things were happening. It was intense. There's so much suspense in it. Like it's shot. Like it's out of like chainsaw mass massacre. Yes, bro. You know what it reminds me of? What's what's that movie with uh, the blind dude? It, it like recently came out four oh, or five years ago. Uh, lights mo- off. I think lights that, out. Something like lights out. That that yeah. was a thriller. And or is it don't breathe? Might be don't breathe. Who knows? But that killer in that movie, sim. If I, I felt like that, that's what it drew, drew me back to. I mean, those those two girls, Honey Miss Honey and Matilda, it actually felt like they were gonna get fucked up. There was no escape. They made they made multiple laps. It felt like they made multiple laps in the house and. Man, they got lucky there, yo. Very lucky. So yeah, the uh, it definitely it feels you're trapped in a house with a person who knows that you're there, and then the entire sequence is like them being being stalked around the house by this super dangerous person who's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. It, it feels a lot like Don't Breathe. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, Don't Breathe. We gotta watch that. That movie's fun, dude. Yeah, that movie is fun. That it's turkey fun. baster scene. Ooh, yeah. When it gets shoved down his oh. throat is terrific. Oh my god, right at the end. That's the yo, bro. You want to talk that's about a, a twist? Mo- we, yeah, we we can't talk very much. That's a fucking twist, bro. Speak about a movie that never ended. Did you didn't you get the same feeling during that scene? It, it felt like holy shit, like someone's gonna die, but nobody died, and it took forever, and then it ended with that, which yeah. is nasty. Anyways, move it, on. Yeah, oh. we, we we might have to edit that out. That is a total spoiler. <laughs> holy <laughs> damn. <laughs> But yeah, that scene, I that, that scene sticks out to me as one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Yes. Yes. Great move great scene in the movie. It it was again once again intense. And Matilda, the whole time, she didn't seem that scared. I think that's the only time where she kind of showed a little bit of a glimpse uh, of some yeah. fear, but she kind of held it together. You know, she's human. She's human too. She did hold it together and she's like, yo, Miss Honey, I'm going back in there. Like it or not. And I'm gonna lie to your face and say I won't. But I'm going to get your doll back and some chocolate. She's so brave. Like, that's one of the things about a lot of kids heroes is that they're so brave. But Matilda's legit. Oh, yeah. Like, she 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 looks terrified when she's under under the table and uh, Miss 
Trench Trenchbull is like search searching for her, and then and she hides under the table just like mission mission mission. <laughs> yeah, in, dude, that shit's hilarious. Um, but then yeah, she's so brave because she goes back and she's like willing to do the right thing even though it could she could die. She, she yeah. don't care. She don't care because she doesn't think that she's gonna die. You gotta have that killer mentality, that mamba mentality. I'm gonna get the job done no matter what. Yo, she's. She's like Michael Jordan, really is, yo. Matilda could have been in the Avengers with that 100%. heart, with, with that heart that she has. She's a true leader. You follow she's, my lead. She's like Captain America meets like mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, Carrie. There you go, <laughs> Matilda. But uh, so then Matilda suspects that Trunchbull uh, killed Honey's father, so she uses her telekinetic powers to trick her into thinking that she's being haunted by his ghost. And that sequence is is terrific. Mm -hmm. Like the the special effects in this movie are flawless. Flawless. That was yeah. that was a great scene because it was the first time where it felt like there was some vulnerability from Miss Trunchbull. You know, she was she she didn't have it together. Something no. was going on there. And man, when she got back to school, shit, shit was intense. Dude, that, that part when that part of the movie happened, when Matilda goes back in to get that doll and steal some chocolate, I couldn't wait. For what was going to happen at school because shit was going to hit the fan man this this is one of the only kids movies with true suspense where you have no idea what's going to happen yeah and you're incredibly terrified for the here here hero 100 percent, 100 it's so good because i yeah when she's taking the doll you're like obviously she's going to know then there's going to be school re repercussions mm -hmm. and that scene with um trench bowl lining up the kids and going through them with the ribbon Ooh. is freaky freaky yeah freaky you're like yo matilda's going down right now or miss honey you know i wouldn't be surprised if in an alternate script miss honey gets murdered in that <gasps> in that scene in that scene like clubbed with the hammer like brutally murdered you know right in front of all the kids and that the was kids when they were it. like that was the original draft when yeah. they're going for like a hard r yeah. and then they realized we gotta make this pg yeah Fuck, man. They should have released two <laughs> versions, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hard R version. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I wonder if this movie did get any uh, scrutiny from the child abuse standpoint, you know? Because there's, there was a lot of child abuse going on here, yo. <laughs> yeah. But at that point, I don't know. Like, it seems like now, and we, we, we can get to this in if this movie can be remade, but it seems like now people are so gentle with kids. And even if you like, like it used to be, a kid, like a parent could spank another yeah. parent's kid well, and that yeah. parent would thank them. <laughs> if you even like look at another parent's kid that, Oh yeah. It's they're going to yell at you. Yeah. hundred percent tables have yeah. turned and maybe rightfully so. I'm not a parent though. So I think so. I think that. it's probably a lot better now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, uh, and so Miss Trenchbull's run out of the school by Matilda's powers. She's being followed around by those, uh, Blackboard e e erasers and covered in chalk. Man, just uh, a magical scene. She just it it was so crazy because I felt as if more things, more bad things were gonna happen in that scene because it was leading yeah. up to the point where it might have been similar to the house scene where they're trying to escape the house. I felt like it was gonna be long, but once again, Matilda's like, "Fuck this shit! I'm a, I'm not gonna let anything burn down here. I, I'm gonna run the show." She's not scared at all. It's crazy. No, and she gets to it so quickly so that it's quick. like an, such an aggressive move. Yeah, man. So quick. And 
when I rewatched the movie, I thought that there was going to be another scene after that. I didn't know it was the end of the movie because things were just moving so quick. And yeah, Miss Trenchbull, she just, she gets fucked over. It, it was amazing. Again, it happened so quick. So quick because Matilda is so resilient. She's a fucking boss. Superhero once again, bro. The baddest, yes, the baddest little girl in the in the 90s. She's one of the best heroes. Best heroes. And like, and such a great example for little kids because what she represents is huge. Yes, yeah, 100% in my opinion too. Like, like she represents the power of learning, which is awesome. Beautiful, right? Beautiful. Um, But yeah, so one of the funny things, so Pam, uh, Pam Harris plays Miss Trenchbull. She, we already talked about her. She like does a lot of mean adult things. I bet she's incredibly nice. Oh yeah, me too. But, uh, but at one point she was being chased around by those uh, erasers and so much chalk got in her eyes that she was rushed to the hospital multiple times to get her eyes washed out. Are you serious? Dude, she got beat up on this movie when she's swinging the little girl by the pink tails. The harness that was holding her broke and her finger got ripped open. And so she had to get like a bunch of stitches. This movie was not nice to her, bro. But this, she's doing a bunch of physical stuff. This movie was not nice to the whole cast. I heard a story about how it was so hot in, in the setting or where they were filming that the kids yeah. were having quote unquote heat strokes, you know, because it was that hot, that fucking hot. I think I read this on, uh, I had the website earlier. It's, again, I talked about this on my podcast, 90s at nine is. It was just one of those movies where, once again, everyone that was involved, I felt as if they just, they toughened it out, you know? It was supposed to be like this, and it was supposed to be a difficult movie to make because it was so tremendous. Like, so much heart went into it. So much it, heart. And there's so much, there's so much technical stuff going on, like the effects, the camera, the light. It's so insane. And it definitely is a hard shoot, I bet, for... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Mara Wilson, who played Matilda. Did you... So, and really... A really sad thing yeah. through production her mom was diagnosed with breast cancer yeah i heard and so passed sad. away and uh i can't imagine filming filming a movie while you're going through that at that age at that age you know i heard a story about danny levito going to the hospitals to show matilda's mom that movie before it came out too and matilda didn't even know mara wilson didn't know she i think she tells a story in her book because she wrote a book Oh, yeah? Like saying something like after Matilda or something like 15, 16 years later. I don't know if I'll buy the book, but <laughs> it's a tell all. You know, where did Matilda go? I mean, wow. I'm sure when this movie came out, bro, everyone's like, yo, Matilda's next up. She, she about to <laughs> fuck shit up, bro. Either Matilda's going to, you know, spin off and become like a three part movie or a cartoon or something. Or Mara Wilson is going to be like the next big, big thing in American film. I thought she was going to be huge. Yeah. She's such a good actor in this. So good. So good. But yeah, they uh, and yeah, I believe her mom passed away Rest during the peace. filming of this right after that uh, viewing, Fuck, which is man. so sad. But an, a nice thing happened where like because uh, DeVito and Perlman are married, they like took uh, Mara Wilson in and was and she stayed at their house during the filming while her dad was at work and her mom was in treatment and they really kind of like looked after her. Yeah, that's beautiful. Like all the adults on that on that cast they probably had to do such a a good job handling that many children that's not easy yo that's not no. easy having these this kids work and actually having to look after them when there's there's like high temperatures everywhere and people are just getting hurt and swung around bro this movie was probably hard to make man and hard i imagine it took so long too because you can only shoot a certain amount of of like hours with 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 kids yeah Ooh. and uh 
so yeah that must have it must have been a crazy set yes crazy set i could only imagine holy so then uh honey moves back into her house after uh trunchbull's run out 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 of it and she adopts matilda from her family as they're fleeing the country because they're wanted by the fbi for selling faulty car parts that storyline is beautiful it's so good it's so good so that, that the FBI is is stalking him and the yeah. mom brings brings the FBI into the house and they pretend to be like jacuzzi salesmen or something. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, because she just wanted it. She wanted it. Danny Lido yeah. wasn't pleasing her and she wanted something else. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what you think. Oh, of course, bro. Of course. Two two men into the house. She seems handsome. like she, yes, handsome dudes. You know, she just she wanted to have some fun. And Danny Levito always working, always scamming. Yeah, she wanted something more. She always yeah. wanted something more. She had a, a magician as a child, and she still wanted more. You know what I'm saying? That's true, dude. That's super That's super deep and yeah, true. Yeah, They don't give a fuck about their kids, man. Shit. Uh, but yes, and then apparently one of, originally, when they're, when they're thinking about it, they wanted one of the FBI parts to be played by Arn, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think it would have been an amazing cameo. You think so? Dude, can you imagine being like, oh, you mean this movie crosses over with an action movie? This movie crosses over with true lies? Damn, that's true. Because it is, yeah, there's a lot of action here too, man. Damn. Damn, damn. So yeah, after re-re-re-watching it, what, uh, like, what were some moments that you loved? Um, I think I really appreciated the, once again, the performances from all the mm -hmm. kids. Being a 26-year-old man seeing these kids just step up to the plate and hit home runs is it's inspiring you know some people may frown upon that you know just oh shit look at this kid how is he doing that what am i gonna do i, I take i take inspiration from the youth doing magical things Th that's beautiful to see a child be able to pu pull that off great so once again salute to the fucking child actors in this movie specific moments that that really caught my eye we went through it that scene miss trunchbull where they're trying to get the doll back or just, you know, discover the house again. It, it was so intense. It was so well done. The acting was tremendous. And it just had you on the edge of your seats. This movie just, you said it, it moved. It moved the whole time. Yeah. So many things were happening. And by the end of it, I don't know if this is just me. I, I didn't want it to end. I was having so <laughs> much fun with it, bro. Give me one more scene. One more scene, you know. Let's, let's see Miss Trunchbull with some blood, you know. Oh, let, 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 you know, maybe she gets stabbed by something. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what if they ended it like that? Matilda murders her. <laughs> she like throws using her telekinetic yeah. powers, throws Miss Trenchbull over the fence. Yeah, but this time they say this one's not gonna make it. Yeah, how would that would have been crazy, bro? That would have been crazy if that's that how it been. ended. <laughs> that's the r-rated ending yeah. that's where they were like we need to cut this out <laughs> yeah if they killed her it would have been it would have been a different story but yeah, yeah. the house ro robbery sequence is up there for my favorite up moment there. it's just it feels so much like a slasher movie yeah bro. like with uh you know with all the like split diopter lenses and the tense moments of miss trunchball going between miss honey hiding in one room and matilda hiding in the other and then matilda hiding under under the table with her, with Miss Trenchbull's shadow on the tablecloth. And the nose, yeah. That's like out of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm, yes, it is, bro, it is. That's such In a the kitchen with the raptors? It's yeah. such an insane scene. It's, yo, bro, it's so well done. And, and it even ends in like, in the basement and they're being, they're being like, 
followed by this unstoppable force, unstoppable. which is trench, trench which is so similar to like every boogeyman in like a slasher, like Jason or or uh, Jason or Mike Michael Michael Myers. Michael Myers. It's crazy, motherfucking Michael Myers, man. That dude's scary. That dude's yeah. scary. What if they made a movie trench, like trench that? Bowl, scarier. Matilda enters the world of Halloween. Okay, she saves the day. She kills Mike Myers. Holy shit, could you imagine? <laughs> okay, so there is something like that. What? Dude, okay, so there's a, there's a Friday the 13th, I believe it's called uh, New Blood. And it's, they wanted to do uh, Carrie versus uh, Jason. So Carrie, have you seen Carrie? From, Carrie is uh, the... Uh, the demon girl, right? Am I right? Yeah. Uh, Stephen King. So it's like, well, she, yeah, she's like a witch, yeah, a but witch. it's very similar to Matilda where it's tele Kinesis cool. powers. Nice. nice. And uh, yeah. And it, it honestly is like Matilda versus Jason. It's amazing. That's cool. I didn't even it's know so that. much fun. Damn, bro. Matilda. Yeah. Yeah. She, she should have made more. She should have crossed cross jumped, you know, like a whole bunch of different genres, a whole bunch of different movies. Just save the day everywhere, you know? The world needs some saving. Just bring Matilda into the into the picture and boom, bam. I think that world. is one of the ways that they could remake this movie. Yes. Is that you just do the further adventures. Yes, the further adventures of Matilda. Damn, bro. Damn. So, yeah, what, what do you think <laughs> this movie looks like if it's made t today? Do you think you could make this movie today? Yeah, I think you could. You could, right? 100%. You could re I think remake so. it. And I think they should... I don't think they should run away too far from the original, you know? Mm -hmm. They should go back to how it was filmed and the frame and the framing and all the cameras they used and the focusing that you were talking about. They should still go to that route because that made it fun. You know, when you're talking about the fishball lens, it they did that a whole bunch of times. And it just brought the the face so close, like right into your living room. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the person was in your living room and everything behind him. Oh man, just the imagery. Go watch this movie. Go watch this movie. And that's like a stronghold in Danny DeVito's movies. His movies look as weird as the world that he sees. Like it's such, they're all bizarre looking movies. He's a perfect match for this. But uh, yeah, I think they could remake it, but it wouldn't be as good. I don't think you can be as mean to kids as you can be in this movie. Man, you know, PC community, you got to let it go just for the movie. Okay. Everything's all right. Nobody dies. Nobody no. actually, you know, sees and blood. And it's not encouraging it. It's not encouraging it. It's some fantasy, you know? It's some fantasy where this little girl has to save the day from this principal who, again, is, you're going to have to bleep this out, the biggest bitch in the history of film. She just never let up. Miss Trunchbull is just so mean. So mean. You don't even get a backstory about why she's so mean. So you just, you just believe that she's just like that. She doesn't want to learn. She doesn't want to be a nice person. She just wants to intimidate people. Even Matilda said it, right? She shouldn't be allowed to do those things, bro. Miss Trunchbull, man, fuck you. <laughs> that is the one thing that I think. I think if they were to remake this movie, they could improve there. I, they do so much work showing that like you can come from a hard childhood and become a nice person, but they never show that why some adults are mean or manipulative adults. Yeah. I, I'd like to see Miss Trunchbull's backstory. When we first saw Miss Honey's backstory, I thought that was Miss Trunchbull's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where i was Me like too. oh that's why she's mean and i kind of wanted some kind of insight into that to like show kids that even villains are have backstories yeah 100 percent. they could have done that i wonder why they didn't maybe they did and they were just like you know what let's just keep her being the worst person of all time without no backstory 
I also think it's also how kids, I think so much of this movie is the way kids see the world. Mm. Like it's shot the way kids see the world. It's written how kids see the world. There's like the meanest person in the world. Your parents suck. And then school is like a torture zone. Damn. Um, It really is shot like that. It's really shot from like a worm's eye point of view. Always looking up. Exactly. And it's, yeah. uh, yeah. Wow. That I think, I think if they were to, you know, I think when they were making their villain, they were like, kids don't, kids don't know the background on their teachers. Mm -hmm. They just know that their teachers suck. Yeah, exactly. So I think that would be a nice thing that they could add in to, to the the, uh, re, re, remake. This movie's getting remade a hundred percent. I think so. In the next 80 years, Matilda's coming back. I agree. I'm going to say in the next five. Wow. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Maybe even like a Netflix series. Yo, hopefully it comes out. The same year, you know, maybe I'll have a child by then. That'd be oh. cool. Go watch it with the kid. You can, Okay. Would you recommend this movie to a kid now? Yeah. Like in 2020? Yes. Every parent out there listening to this, go have a family night and put on Matilda. Y'all will love each other even more. Those kids, Those kids will witness what a bad family looks like. And you'll, you'll look so good as a parent. Yeah, it, make, movie, it, it makes your family look terrific amazing, in comparison. Amazing. Right after the movie, the kids are like, I love you, mom. I love you, dad. Thank you. They start doing the dishes and shit, make like make their room, you know. Damn, bro. Life changes. Like, I, I bought you a book and yeah. you're going to school early tomorrow. I wonder if if it was made now, if it was remade and, or kids just watched it now, if they would be into reading because of it. I think so. Like this movie, that's one of the things... I remember wanting to read after watching this movie, uh, but like it was really difficult f- for me and, and I just didn't really have yeah. the, the focus that it took. But I remember after this being super envious of trying to read. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Being envious of someone reading because it's totally the opposite, you know, people think it's and a waste of time. So that's cool how you wanted to do it. Reading. And it also has like a really good message, which is like, Something that I believe, which is if you treat kids with the respect you give an adult, they're capable of unimaginable stuff. Unimaginable stuff. I totally believe that too. I totally believe that as well. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I got some questions specifically for this movie. Okay. Danny DeVito plays the father. He is also the narrator. Mm -hmm. Are they the same person? No, they're not. They're not. No. He, the, the narrator is, yeah, he's on Matilda's side. That's cool how they did that too. That's I like cool. it. That's, that's beautiful. I wonder, now, I wonder if as a kid I, I picked up on that. Oh, shit, that's the same voice as a dad. But the tones are so different so that you, they could, you know, get away with it. It's just such a strange choice yeah. to, like, have your, one of your antagonists be the, not the same character but the same voice of the narrator. Yeah, man. This is what I think is going on. I think they run to Guam and then I think, but Guam is a U.S. territory so they can still extradite. So then he comes back, goes to prison, learns the era of errors in his ways. And then 20 years later, when he sees Matilda is a super six, six wow. successful person, this is him telling the story about wow. why you shouldn't be mean to your kids. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. The guilt sank in. I don't don't believe that because he's just a dickhead, yo. He'd only come back in Matilda's life just to exploit her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to exploit her, make some money off of her. 
This leads into my second question. Is that adoption legally binding? No, hell no. Hell no. It's it's weird. There's no witnesses. It's paper that she printed out at a library. Yeah. What is that teaching kids? You know, I can get new parents whenever I want. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to be better than mine. All I needed, like someone to sign this, like it's a permission slip. Like I'm going on a fucking field trip. I get a new fucking mom here. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. But it was actually one of my favorite scenes because it was, it was right at the end and then Again, it just kind of painted the picture that this was a fantasy. Yeah. You know, this is not real, but you're just happy to, again, I I take life so seriously. Sometimes I'm not able to take a step back and enjoy something that's fiction, not real, and and still think that I can learn something from it. In this case, seeing Matilda win at the end, even through some bullshit, through some adoption papers that this fucking six-year-old girl found or just has had with her forever, I didn't care that it, you know, it was so fake. It was so forced. It, it was just, it was just beautiful. I was so proud of her. Let's go, Matilda. Go live your life. And I also believe it. I definitely, for how crazy Matilda is, I think that she 100% has been keeping those, th- those papers in her pocket. Yeah. And w- what do we know? Maybe it was illegal. Matilda's smarter than us. Okay. She's way smarter than us. <laughs> she is. Maybe She's she so found much some, than she found some loopholes yeah. in that agreement where she made a document that's legit in which all you need is a signature to switch over parents. Maybe she, she figured it out. Do her parents ever come back and try to get? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's yeah. bro. Come on, come on. Father goes to jail. The mom needs some money. That's my daughter. Fuck that piece of paper. Where is that piece of paper? It's some bullshit. I want yeah, my daughter. You didn't back. even have two copies. I want my daughter back and let's go make some money somehow, some way. But Matilda wouldn't even do it. You know, no. she wouldn't even listen to her mom, her real mom. She's not about that life. She's such a good person. Even when uh, there was that scene in the mechanic shop where Danny Levito, what, what's their last name? Woodworm, right? Mr. Woodworm. Yeah. yeah. Is showing his son how to fix cars the wrong way with super glue. And Matilda's like, daddy, that's not the way to do it. That's dangerous. That's you know, she's always, she's always looking out for the, the betterment of the human race. Is that, okay, this is what I'm curious about. When you're a kid, is the FBI storyline, is the, the fixing faulty car storyline. Is any of that interesting to you? No, I don't think so. Right. When I was watching, it, I was like, I, I barely even on, un- I didn't remember un- that. understand this. I didn't even remember that going into the movie that I just thought the dad, the parents were dickheads. Not that they were ske- like scheming up some crazy plans, but it, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's cool. I, re- I remember my mom had to explain it to me when <laughs> we're read, read, reading the book nice 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 yeah, she was like well sawdust would kill your car and then you have a bad car <laughs> um but, uh, but yeah i think I, I think when matilda's 30 she uh she's like making tons of money off the, off the stock market and then Ooh, her yeah. parents see the errors of the of of their ways and come around but are still shitty people or maybe they believe that they have the power to make more of matilda's <gasps> So they just, you know, breed and breed and breed until they get another one. I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And just uh, so like, imagine if they were nice to Matilda. You know what I'm saying? If they were mm-hmm. nice to their own blood, they would have someone in the family with superpowers. Does any of this movie happen if they're nice no, to no, no, Matilda? No, no. Hmm. no I don't think so didn't... because she needed to feel alone to go into books and, and to fall in love with learning. You know what I'm saying? Because learning does replace a lot of a lot of space in your life. Mm-hmm. It does. If you let it. And in this case, she needed it. Yeah. But does she, like, she, she only gets superpowers because she 
she's using all of her mind's capability, right? That's true. That's true. We so, don't we don't really know if she's born with this, right? Yeah, I, I don't think she is born with it. Yeah, she just kind of taught herself. This movie has a really interesting kind of dialogue about nature versus nurture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because like, both are the only two nice people in the movie, Matilda and Miss, Miss, Miss Honey, they both come from really bad places. But then they are nice, either from their experience or because they're born nice. It doesn't really seem... Mm. Yeah. yeah like do you think this this movie is saying saying you you can become a nice person by undergoing hardship or do you think this is saying there's bad people and there's good people i think it's the latter yeah because we don't really see any of these characters turn face no you know what i'm saying everyone sticks to their role yeah. and the bad people just go away that's a good answer yeah that's a really good answer i didn't really think about that i was yeah. going more off they don't show the backstory of the bad people mm -hmm. so you just assume they're born bad yeah um which okay. could be true too you know which could be true like there's some dickheads out there just born bad 100 if they don't you know take the proper measures to to be kinder to be nicer they'll forever be dicks happens, i think it'd be nice if we saw what made miss trenchbull oh 100 it'd be cool yeah. there, there should be a backstory there do you think Matilda becomes a superhero or do you think she becomes a supervillain because of her traumatic past? Man, I think she's on it, bro. I think she's too ahead of it. She's one of those whiz kids, super genius, super mature. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. You just run into these kids who, who have it already, you know? They have the, yeah. uh, the mind of a 30-year-old successful adult somehow, some way. She puts it together. I would say that she seems as if she wouldn't use or overdo the whole superpower thing. She just want to fit in, you know, and only use it when need be. Like when she's cooking or something, you know, when nobody's around and she's just making life easier for her. I don't, I don't think she'd exploit her own powers to, to get ahead. She doesn't need to, man. She knows everything. She's just going to use that brain of hers and keep reading books. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, my girlfriend watched, watched this movie with me and she has a theory that Matilda grows up to be Mary Poppins. Oh, shit yeah i was like you're on to something right here is that uh, is mary poppins another ronald doll thing no? roll doll roll doll uh i don't think so no <laughs> it's so I, funny I, you I said, don't you think said so. uh, rolled right because that's the that's the proper way when i was taking my notes and yeah. then i was just making the uh the bio for my episode of 90s and nine on the post-it up network i realized that his name's not ronald <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome. a pretty good mix-up though do you know they actually uh show him in the movie as well he He's is the, the, uh, the yeah. portrait right yeah, the portrait of the dad that's i love that detail that's awesome that's so nice of him He's also super handsome hey when i saw that portrait i was like wow that is an attractive dude hey hey i kind of want an oil patriot oh 100 portrait 100%. Of, of of but where would you put that now. where would you put that you, you can't have it in the living room or you know anywhere public it would have to be in your your own personal library or your own personal study you know oh your study yeah that'd be nice you know i think entrance front entrance nah, right when you nah, op open nah, up the door nah, you nah, see nah, a portrait nah. of me i wouldn't do that bro you bring a lady over and that's the first thing she sees is how self-centered you are <laughs> in, the, in the study i mean that may be pushing it but it's, it's the closest where it's like, okay, you know what? This space is for me. It's not for anyone else. So get the fuck out of here. You know, I'm supposed yeah. to feel like the king in here. 
We about to I make some dope shit. Anywhere, a portrait of yourself anywhere. <laughs> I know, you know, I know. Especially a massive oil painting that probably costs like a couple grand. Maybe just give it to your parents. They would appreciate it. That's the move. Yeah, that's the that's move. Ste- and then you just get it later. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh that's pretty much it that I got. I think I think this movie, I think uh Matilda doesn't become a superhero. I think she just starts living a normal life. Yeah. Uses it like you say every once and 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 a while they actually did publish a book and i don't know if it's a book series or just one but it's called matilda at 30 <laughs> and it's just about her adventures in life wow is it so and, it's, not, uh, it's not a children's book it's like an actual novel what it what it looks like is just kind of um ideas that roald Dahl had and that the illustrator uh just kind of made come 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 to life and she becomes the chief librarian she's the best astro astrophysicist in the world and then she's an adventurer wow i love that man i love that That's i just awesome. love the idea that matilda is this continuing figure 30 years eh so you're telling me in 2026 you never know matilda could come back Oh, I didn't realize those were actually, set in actually, the future. Yeah, maybe. But it would be, what, 24 years later because she's six years old. Let's do the math there. Oh, shit, the movie would come out right now. Today. Oh. In 2020, right? Oh, dude. Damn, bro. Maybe it's coming to Netflix. <laughs> but Danny DeVito needs to direct because we yes. need this, yes. this like, look. Yes, yes. 100%. So, yeah. Um, kind of ran through all my facts during the talk. Uh, wow. But, yeah, this 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 movie... I think everyone in our generation has seen this movie, but when it came out, it was a bomb. It was a box office bomb. It was made for 36 million and it made 33 million, which is not good. And it only kind of gained momentum during the VHS and DVD boom. The living room boom. The yeah, that, that, was, that, boom. Was, that was my big question is, is, did this enter the world of pop culture? Was Matilda something every girl wanted to be? Every little girl wanted to be? I mean- it's interesting to talk about this movie with you and understand its power and its brilliance, but also not having another homie close to me that, that mm-hmm. feels the same way. I mean, I don't talk talk about this movie with nobody else because it's never come up in conversation. And it should. This is, this is a movie that was super underrated f- f- for me too. I think this is one of those rare movies, thinking back on my memory of it, which inspires people of it inspires boys and girls to be more yeah, like man. the protagonist i think harry potter is one of the only other versions like that because mm. okay. uh yeah she's just such a powerful figure i think every kid wants that power yeah and also it teaches a really good lesson which is like your parents are just people yes they're just people which is which huge is, for which kids. is huge which is huge i think people someone like me understands that understood that at a, at a later age Mm-hmm. Where I was like, yo, my parents are just people. Who who are my parents? Like, instead of just being my dad or mom, like, who is my dad's name? Who is my mom's name? You know, who are these people? Yeah. What did they do as a kid? And why are they the, re- the, why are they the way that they are? Just, yeah, for sure. Parents are just people. It does, yeah, that, that's crazy how kids can maybe learn that from this, you know? Yeah. Is there anything that you uh, want to bring up? Yeah, more people need to watch this movie. Who knows? Dude. Maybe you'll get a renaissance and the old film, the 96 one, the, the the original, the only one, will get a boost. You never know. It may come back again. It may be one of those things. It's on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? 
maybe a meme comes out or a little something goes viral and people are like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then people re- rewatch Matilda and they're like, yo, more people should have been watching this movie. It's so great. I think that this movie, I don't think you should remake anything that doesn't, that wouldn't be improved by modern technology. Yeah. And I think this movie looks so seamless. Like even the effects are beautiful where you can't even see strings or anything. Yeah. And, uh, but I think it would do with a sequel or a series. Like a Netflix kind of like mini series. It's, it's so terrific. It's definitely warrants a, 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 a something, rewatch something yeah it does warrants a rewatch for sure yo people got to watch this movie matilda from 1996 yo i'm i'm ha- i'm happy yo i'm happy thank you for bringing it to me dude hey, this, no problem this, this was super good don't watch a lot of movies don't watch a lot but again i've been watching more since we've yeah. been doing this do you want to know the, the latest 90s movie i watched i would love and it and it's uh honestly this i don't know if this says a lot about my character or about my personality but i actually thought this movie was Close to it, like a 9 out of 10, okay? Ace Ventura. <laughs> Yo, I've never seen a movie like this in my life. <laughs> that movie is such an insane, insane thing. It's just like a bunch of skits back to back, packed Doesn't into like a detective make sense. movie. Doesn't even make sense. It's, it's, it's like, how, was, how did everyone keep a straight face? How many cuts did they do? How many retakes did they do? Jim Carrey, was he just allowed to to do anything he wanted to do. I feel like Jim Carrey movies in the 90s, he became the director or something, or the producer. Yeah. He was just allowed to, it was a Jim Carrey genre. He became his own genre. Of 100%. Film. And how do you do that? I think- uh, <laughs> no, who, I think Nobody could do that now. He had so much power though. So much like, power. I, I, now is, is, is the first one, did you watch the first one? Yeah, first one, I think. What's the, what's the mystery of that one? Um, the mystery is the dolphin goes missing. Yeah. So then it's, it's, it's the base baseball team, the, the football team. Yeah. The, the football Miami team. Dolphins. That is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. In Miami. And this guy just gets the most beautiful woman, super arrogant, but also super cheap. Like he's not even arrogant. Like a guy that weird cannot be that arrogant. You know, there's so much mystery behind this dude. He does such a good job and he's so weird, bro. So weird. So yeah, he, there's never going to be another actor with the amount of energy and like his signature style that makes the movie. Like when you say we we have a Jim Carrey movie, you yeah. know exactly what it's going to be. What you're getting into. And it yeah. may not make sense, but you'll you'll be provoked. I was provoked throughout that whole movie. It, I felt as if it was entertaining. And and I asked myself, like, how come I've never watched this movie? <laughs> Oh, is this your first time watch, watching it? Yeah, first time. Didn't know shit it about it. crazy. Didn't know shit about it. Man. Um, have you watched a movie recently that would be your favorite movie as a kid? If, recently. If, 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 if you were a kid now, what recent movie would be your favorite childhood movie? Damn, great question. Great question. Mm. Man. We've talked. Well, Lion King has always been up there. We don't really have to talk about it. I want to try thinking of something else. Lion King is way too easy. I definitely would put Matilda up there. What else was I watching, yo? Oh, the Toy Stories. I, I just feel like that's so easy, too. You know, Toy Story was, true, was marvelous. Would you make the most, did you see the most rec- recent one? Yeah, so I've seen all of them. One, two, three, Do you think four. that would be your favorite childhood hood, hood movie? Like, do you think that would stick out to you as a kid? I think three would. Yeah, three is dark. Three is dark? Yo, three is like Matilda. 
No, it's suspenseful. Yeah. It really is. They did a great job with three. They did. The trilogies are not supposed to, well, this wasn't a trilogy, but the third one is, wasn't supposed to be that great. You know, people have not low hopes, but th th it's never going to live up to uh, the first one or the second one. But that one was right on par with the first one. Yeah. It really was. It's, they did a great job. I think it's the time they take between them because they only make them when they really have like a message to tell. And each of those is like a chapter in a story yeah. kind of discussing of like existence in a weird way. Yeah. Toy Story is, yeah. I want to talk about legendary Hall of Fame like movie. It's first of its kind. So we should do that one next. Yes. Toy Story, the whole story behind it. Look into yeah. how Steve Jobs was involved with Toy Story. It's cool. It's really cool. Awesome. Mine would be uh, Onward. I just saw it on Dis 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 Disney Plus. Plus. I know. I, I know. We we talked about it a, a little bit, but I'm a huge uh, D and D fan, and Onward just filled up all those things for me. I would have loved it as a kid. D and D is what is that? Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, dude. Nice. It's the best game ever. But nice. uh, yeah, this movie is just like a fun Pixar movie. Um, and you know, if you if it's about relationships with your dad and with your siblings nice and uh yeah finding power in 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 that nice nice, um, nice. do you have anything you'd like to tell the odd odd audience about Co? yes 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 post it up network now available post it up.ca go search up post it up wherever you do your streaming services and all that all that magic okay we got we got six shows on the network all hosted by by me it's because i got no friends i got no friends <laughs> okay okay and i gotta put my future in my own hands Go get the Post It Up Network. Kyle Bowen everywhere. And yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. That was fun, bro. Hell yeah, man. Post, post, post it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where can the, can the odd audience find you? Oh, as an individual and not a brand? Kyle Bowen. K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N on everything, I guess. I'm, I'm going to try doing the TikTok thing, but I already know I'm going to give up. That's a brave thing. Dude, when, okay. Uh, <laughs> when, yeah. When Danny DeVito was holding Matilda's head straight towards the TV, <laughs> forcing her to watch reality shows. Uh, that's how I feel with my girlfriend in TikTok. Yes. It's she has to hold my eyes open yes. in order to watch TikTok. Yes. TikTok. Yeah, I'm just going to sound old, so I'm going to stop. I, I already sound old. Yeah. Uh, awesome, man. It was great to have have you on. It was great to talk to you about Matilda and go through wizardry. wizardry. Like, seriously, this this movie was great. Yeah, it's such a fantastic movie, and it's something that is completely un underestimated for me. I forgot about it, um, and the people who I talked to all kind of remember that cake scene, but don't remember a lot else. And I think it warrants a rewatch just on the technical aspects uh, alone. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah, awesome, great. Uh, I'll, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Uh, just a little note after, I don't consider myself a political person, but in regards to the Black Lives Matter protests that are happening, uh, they're really important and any support you can offer helps. Most likely, there's a protest or an organization in your city. If you don't feel comfortable going out, you can donate. Um, I chose to donate to the National Bail Fund Network, but uh, just they need your support. It's an important cause. Stay safe, educate yourself, and keep fighting. Thank you.